welcome back to this week's episode of Man of the Machine. And what better way to celebrate the end of your 4th of July day, because I am going to be releasing this tonight, than to listening to what DJ has dubbed the Halloween in July. Because we should be able to get all four episodes of what we have planned in before the end of July. So let's round table it. Got four people here. I'm Kevin. I'm DJ. I'm Craig. I'm Jake. And for the record, I did start Halloween in May that, and uh, apparently just didn't catch it. No, that one just, it was a dud. It was like a 4th of July dud where everybody's sitting <laughs> and waiting in just great anticipation to nothing. And then it blows up on the field and everyone's like, oh, did you see that? Have you ever had that happen? Nobody? Uh, I've had a, uh, a bottle rocket get stuck to the uh, the Gatorade bottle I put it in and fire at us. No, not oh, like oh. that because that's reckless. That's I mean, pretty good. I mean like a professional fireworks show. Where it accidentally goes off on the ground. No. Before, oh, man. Oh, no, I haven't seen that. It's a, well, that's what Jake's May and July, or uh, Halloween in May was like. But, so what we're going to do, today we're talking about the first of the series of horror movies which I chose, which is Tusk. And do you guys want to talk about which movies you have lined up now or right. save that? Each of us are going to be bringing a tale to the campfire, basically. And uh, we would like what to. What was that Nickelodeon show? Are you, are afraid, you, of are you afraid of the dark? Yeah. Is that the one where they put it out with the dust yes. at the yep. Okay, yep. okay, continue. Sorry. Midnight Society. Yeah, yeah. Throw exactly. it into the fire, and then the title card comes up. I'm sure I can find like like a, like a sprinkling dust sound thing. So at the end of the episode, I just put in like a. <laughs> well, I could reference that all day. It's Sardo. Yeah, so <laughs> I am not a nutbag. I, I, I don't understand go, go these ahead. references. Oh, you should watch it sometime. Okay. Go to. Yeah. But uh, to the point, this is kind of going to be a four-part special event. Each one of us is going to elect a horror movie that at least one other person in this circle hasn't yeah. seen. We're going to watch all four of them. We've just done Tusk, ah, so which was your... It was my pick. You three have not seen it. I seen it for the first time like a year ago, maybe, because I was going through Kevin Smith's movies again and watching them as I go. Uh, and this one is like probably my third favorite Kevin Smith movie. We're, we're going to have words. Third favorite. What are your uh, number one and two? Uh, if it's not Clerks 1 and 2, it's Clerks 1 and Dogma. Okay. That's yeah. I would say Clerks yeah. 1 and Dogma are my 1 yeah. and 2 as Clerks well. 2 I freaking loved, which I did not, at that time when I saw it in the theaters, I was not aware of uh, internet reviews. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so I just saw it and I was like, that movie's great. Everyone loves this movie, yeah. right? And then everyone didn't love I mean, I a lot a, of people I love did. all the Clerks movies. Yeah, a lot of um, people did. It just, I actually, I think as a movie, I like Dogma more. Yeah. Like just yeah. as an actual cinematic. I stand experience. by it being his best, his like his best technicality wise movie. Mm-hmm. Like Clerks is great for you know what it is, yeah. but it is not a a great film. I don't know. No, because it, 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 it is. Actually, though, it, it is. Yeah, it, it's, it's hard to say. Like I would say, it's like, not a for cinema. Hollywood. Yeah, it's, it's a, not a Hollywood yeah, film. Clerks, that's a good way to say. It. Clerks is a great film for the dialogue. Like well, the I mean, dialogue that's every. Is that's all Kevin's. That's why. That's what I'm excited about. Or the monologues, actually, more specifically. Yeah. That's true. Or the conversations. Or so the daily dialogue. logs. So you're saying it's the dialogue. But Dogma has a lot more for it. Like, story-wise, oh, the yeah. story It also is has one, a lot like, more characters yeah. and better actors. And, I mean, everything. It's, it's a Hollywood film versus Clerks was, let's see if I don't bankrupt myself, Kevin Smith. Also, my, my greatest... My, my, the thing I love the most about Dogma is when Kevin Smith picketed his own movie. Yeah. And no one in the crowd realized it was him. him. him and, I saw that video. Him and Brian great. Johnson, his buddy. Uh, yep. And he got Dogma on the guys. news... Like, they interviewed him on the yeah. news as a picketer, not as Wasn't Kevin he Smith. holding a sign? He was holding a sign. Yeah, he basically said, this movie is awful. It goes against yeah. all religious beliefs. They had, like, the best signs out of the picketers. They yeah. had, like, the most, like, well cool, glammed signs. up ones. Yeah. yeah, everyone else is just Sharpie on a piece of paper. It was awesome. Kevin Smith's a gem. Ah, he's wonderful. But He has some dialogue in this movie about how much he hates the church, too. So there's well, that. that's what I was, when we get into this one, this movie, I think, 
for the monologues alone between Michael Parks and I don't know her name are incredible. Wait. That female actress is you can, female actress. Okay, so you that can tell very much that this is a Kevin Smith movie because basically the entire movie is actress monologuing at the camera. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's really kind of in a lot of ways not a movie. Well, so I, I've always and that's why I like this movie and I'm excited to watch Red State. But it, it seems like Kevin Smith's movies should not his creative part, but his writing should be more suited towards a horror movie. Like, he can build suspense in a monologue like nobody else. Okay, well, some people can. But you know what I mean? That's one thing he's freaking awesome at. So I don't know why he hasn't done more. Well, he's got one more coming. Moose Jaws. Moose Jaws. Oh, yeah, it's the, there's a trilogy. It's Tusk, uh, Yoga Hosers, which I, I'm assuming nobody here has seen. Nope. And then Moose Jaws, which is Jaws, but with a moose. <laughs> and it's going to be incredible. And it's featuring, like, Gila Point and the Colleen's, uh, his daughter and Johnny Depp's daughter. They're the main characters of Yoga Hosers, and then some match of whatever happening in the universe is also in Moose Jaws, which the nod to Jaws, I pointed out to everybody, was probably my favorite part of this whole movie when he points out he's looking for a shark, and he just says it's three ton, or uh, 25 footer with three tons on him. Because Kevin Smith. I wasn't sure if that was. Jaws. I wasn't sure if that was supposed to be like uh, a nod that this guy's like full of shit, and he's just like, or if it, well, or if it was just a nod to Jaws. It's kind of ambiguous how full of shit this guy is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was crazy. I'm telling. Okay, so let's. I mean, so, like, yeah, hold yeah, on, we I, never got to what the other movies. That's were. true. Okay, so oh, yeah. I picked. Us. Do we, we want to announce them now, or do we sure, want to keep? Yeah, right, give someone right. a reason to keep listening. So if the, they hate this, they might like the next one. Yeah. The next one we're going to do will be my election, which is the original Evil Dead. Classic horror film. Which so, I wouldn't mind seeing the remake as well uh, in the future. The remake. The remake. Remi- I actually don't think the remake's bad. It is a different film. Yeah, is yeah, the remake also Sam Raimi or no? No, it, it is. Oh, uh, he has an executive producer. Uh, okay. okay. So the, the biggest thing about Sam Raimi is though is he is absolutely great with no budget. The second you throw money at him, he like falls apart for some reason. Well, and I heard the remake is like horror movie. I mean, it's like modern horror movie with mm-hmm. like jump scares and CGI and all that stuff. I mean, I don't know, but I mean. The Evil Dead series is one I feel that gets better as it goes on. Uh, Evil Dead One is the worst of the of the original trilogy. But it's also Evil Dead Two, which is two basically a remake. It's it's kind of it's weird. It's kind of a sequel slash remake. It's a remake. Like that, it's the that, exact same story in the exact same place, just a little bit. It's different. like this is uh, this might be a real nerdy reference that might go over everyone's head, but uh, the original Evil Dead is Full Metal Alchemist original, and then uh, yeah. Evil Dead Two is Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, he, which like, is he, better. He skids into the comedic horror or whatever and then uh the third one is army of darkness which just drops the evil dead title and it is it is a masterpiece. i, I have it on vhs yeah. got it off a dude you, from you the gotta watch it on vhs yeah that's yeah. what i do all right so but we're not watching all three just evil we're just dead. watching evil dead for now Craig. it might come back uh i think i'm going to go with hey you gotta pick now no okay. thinking what then... you say is what's happening we're not liars <laughs> um yeah you're right so i'm gonna go with the ritual the ritual which the rich, rich or roll. The rich or the, the rich roll. The rich. Oh yeah, it's like it's the new ritual. None of us have seen the ritual. Who hasn't seen Evil Dead out of this group? I, I have not seen it. Yeah, me and okay, Craig. So that's Craig and Kevin who have not seen Evil Dead. All three of us have not, besides obviously Craig, have not seen the ritual. Yep. The ritual. What's uh, it about? What is the ritual? It is uh, just to give like a short premise. It's a new movie, like 2017. Oh shit! It's on Netflix, and it's based on a novel. Uh, there's this uh, British horror novelist and the premise is just a bunch of friends to honor the memory of one of their friends just died 
they take a trip to I think it's like Norway or Sweden, and they go hiking in the mountains. Ooh, and never then, go to Europe for that. Guess what happens? Hostile. It is a. It's like the episode of Metalocalypse. They summon a troll. No, it's more of a <laughs> traditional suspense horror, which is okay. Like so, you very all, atmospheric. Like, yeah, atmospheric. You all are going with like these like alternative. Mine's horror. a monster movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a zombie comedy. Yep. So I just wanted to go. So is this a something. Netflix original movie, or is it a movie that just happens to be on Netflix? It is a movie that happens to be on. Oh, Netflix. you know what? One of us should have picked Clown. Have you guys seen Clown? No, but I know no. you're terrified. We almost watched it. Oh, it's so good. Oh, We're okay. between that and um, okay, the movie we actually Hush. watched, yeah. Starship. Which was if awesome. If we do a repeat of this event, keep that in mind. Okay, for next you're, time. Right, I mean, you're right. We right. could do it in actual Halloween. We could just October. do it forever, like once no, on a Halloween. Month, we have a oh man, it's Halloween yeah. in August. It's going to be Christmas. We'll end with the nightmare before Christmas because we can't decide whether that's. I would vote. It's both. The yeah. Christmas movie. The if if yes. I had to, gun to my head though, and they're gonna shoot my mama, I'm gonna say it's a Christmas movie. It's yes. All right. Well, your mom just got shot. Too soon? I mean, Too late. All right. I mean, it's not gonna do anything to her at this point. So. <laughs> okay. Well, you get a cop out in this scenario. That's not fair. Damn it, mom. Uh, uh, oh yeah. Look at Kevin over here. He probably has a mom that's still alive. I do. It always rubs in our face, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the one thing I have over my group of friends, you know? Dead moms, uh, not real moms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) You know, I've got that in the bag. But that got dark quick. What's your movie? Uh, It's going to be Repo, the genetic opera. You got to say it with a little oomph, because there's an exclamation point (laughs) in the title. But, okay, I I know it's an opera. It is a musical. It is like a slasher musical. Mm-hmm. Okay, the premise of it is we're in a dystopian future mm-hmm. where we have gotten the ability to uh, grow organs for you, and basically, organ transplants have become a cosmetic surgery. People just get them because they want them. I but, like and a, you a can finance and you can finance your organs. Okay, and when you can't pay, they get repossessed, and then they send the repo man after you. Oh, so but he sings. But he sings. Oh, of course, yes. So. Wait a it minute. stars this... the uh, the uh, the girl from the original Spy Kids is the main character. Yeah, Alexa and, Vega. Yep, and her dad is Anthony Stewart Head or Giles from Buffy. Oh, okay, I know him. Is he the librarian guy or whatever? Yep. Yes. yes. And yes. Paris okay. Hilton has a non-trivial role. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Like so, in uh, House of Wax. I think it's similar. Role might actually, be bigger than House of Wax. Oh, similar. My gosh, she's such a good actress. <laughs> hey. Said no one. Oh, sorry. You're right. She is more well known for her singing. Because uh, even though the stars are crazy... Oh, she does that in this. <laughs> really? Yeah, she has yeah, her own yep. song, yeah. Oh, I love this. It's actually not too bad, like, her song. I mean, it's it's carried by the uh, the other person in it, but... The Repo Man? No, that... Nope. I know what song you're thinking of. That's that's the Grave uh, Robbers song. Did they... No, I'm talking about a... I can't remember the name of the, the drug anymore. Zydrin and Zydrin and Yeah, it's Grave Robbers song. But she's in it. But she does have a verse in it. Is... is is Did they remake this movie with Jude Law? I was about you're to say, no, they just ripped it off. Yeah. You're thinking this of Repo came, Man. Yeah. Okay. This Which, came out before that movie. The yeah. Jude Law movie well, was like, came out what before, if we yeah. had the same concept but without the singing? And it's Also, I think that one's more of an action movie and not so much yeah. like a... Yeah. So, so is this scary or funny or... It's... Because I, I, I won't so lie, the premise say... lends itself to like action. Okay, so it is more... It is gory. Yeah, I, w- I would say that it's more just... We're leaning more toward Tusk than... Uh, okay, yeah, it's more on the Tusk of the... The horror okay, like, so spectrum. Tusk, nice segue. So, Tusk is incredible. I already said it's one of my third favorites. But it is... N- okay, so let me just ask. Did you at least understand? I think I explained to all of you three. Like The first half of the movie is a legit like 
sort of suspenseful uh, horror, quote unquote. I mean, it's not scary, but it's a horror movie. There's yeah. a bit of suspense. Then Gila Point shows up, aka Johnny Depp, and it takes. That becomes just comedy. Yeah, it's basically point. they show you Tusk, Mr. Tusk, which is the transformation. Give you Gila Point, and then it just becomes a Kevin Smith like, yeah. "Hey guys, remember what I talked about? I can, I, ha- I can put this in a movie." Yeah, the this from the get go feels like a movie that was made just to prove it could be made. Well, okay, so it says it at the end, which is awesome. And actually, if we could watch the credits, oh yeah, this is actually very apropos because there this is kind of a movie about podcasting. Yes, so it's uh, <laughs> it, if you if you watch the credits longer, there's more thanks to different people and whatnot. So Kevin Smith does Smodcast. It's his original podcast. It's like one of the top ten podcasts uh, pretty much every year. On not a that, sponsor. Not a sponsor. I, man, at the beginning of this, me and Patrick used to talk about how bad we wanted to get on Smodcast all the time. Uh, and we called ourselves Men of This Machine. <laughs> it never happened, but we're still hopeful. Oh, I never even... You know what? kind of blows. Half of my listenership is sitting in this room with me right now. Yeah, I'm gonna get like four listens on this. Hey, unless you, unless you consider X, don't give it to you. There's a lot true. of people listen to that one. I haven't checked, but I really hope it is getting. <laughs> just thinks it's the DMX song. Yeah, yeah. Really, <laughs> what are these guys talking about? E3. I mean, didn't you make one recently called like Rough Riders Anthem? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you did just you, trying to get did more? Did you listen to it? <laughs> listen to it gets one, ridiculous. Yeah. I was halfway through it. I point out to Patrick that the last E3 episode we did mm-hmm. was the X gonna give it to. Oh, you is one. that what that was about? Yeah, and I was like. This is E3. This is a year later. What if we named it something DMX? And then I, he's like, that would be dumb. How would you get that in here? And I basically just start quoting DMX throughout the rest of the episode. And I'm like, oh, now we got to. It's, it makes sense. Oh, I'm hey, only halfway people, through that. Some so. people from my stream started watching it or listening after the um, the last podcast. The cross promotion oh, nice. worked a little bit. I come onto the but stream. But another one of us are super popular. So. No, no. Yeah. I come onto the stream all the time, and I feel like I'm just the annoying guy because I can't just watch. I have to say something. Oh, you have to say something. Well, that's yeah, kind of the point of their stream, the though. The, the, the whole like, thing of their stream is to have some sort of commentary yeah. going on with it. I yep. just got it. I got, but there's a little bit of a lag. Have you been coming so on to DJ's weird. specific stream? Have you been coming on to, like, My phone just streams? updates it, or gives me the notification. If I'm not doing anything, I open it. So it, it fluctuates between everyone. Yeah, I was watching us last night. We're yeah. probably Doom. I love Doom. Okay, anyways, not the point. Let's go back. Oh, yeah. So, what was the... I had some... I was saying... Oh, I was explaining. Got it. Smodcast. Smell this machine, remember? So... On that episode 239, I believe it said, or 235. Dude, I think it was 259. 259? 259, yeah. Mid-200s. 259. It's called The Walrus and the Carpenter. Yes. Uh, They do this segment on there where they read Canadian news uh, and talk about it. It's like it's some him and Scotty Moe do, and it's funny as hell. And one of them, they're reading an article about a guy who wants you to come live here, Mm -hmm. and all you have to do is chores. Exactly like the main character, Michael Parks, or, well, the main villain, Michael Parks is doing. And... They obviously, like all of his podcasts do, just start making jokes and writing stories. <laughs> and they talk about what if he turned, what if it was a, a horror setup? Like, this sounds creepy as hell. Yeah. The premise alone of just seeing a note that says, live with me, pay no money, just do chores for me, is something <laughs> sexual. And it's sketchy. And I, I see where they're going for that. You first, yeah. you go toward like the Silence of the Lambs thing. Like, what if he <laughs> wants to make a skin suit out of yeah. you? <laughs> so, listen to that episode for sure. It's, I think all of you should as well. And subsequent episodes as he's making it, like Education, they're talking about Tusk, and Tell Him Steve Dave, they're talking about Tusk. That movie is more Kevin Smith than anything else. There's mm-hmm. Ed, Ed to Zed is the you know the easy mark or the mm-hmm. it, that that was funny as shit. Ed to Zed, like, yeah. You know, can, yeah. Uh, most of the jokes Chug in this movie book. are most of the jokes in this movie are Canadians. Am I right? Yeah, <laughs> and it's the whole premise and. So let's let's, um, so let's start. Does Kevin Smith have like some fascination with the the Walrus and the Carpenter story? Because this isn't the first time he's used it in one of his movies either. Probably to some degree. Because he uses it in Dogma. 
Yeah. Apparently, Smodcast was about was called The Walrus and the Carpenter, yeah. and then this movie is basically about walruses. Maybe the man just loves walruses. Maybe. Yeah. Because would, would you fuck a walrus? Would you fuck a walrus? <laughs> I'd fuck a walrus. <laughs> that would have been. But awesome. that guy in the movie. You won't fuck a walrus. <laughs> it's pure friendship. Yeah, so this man have you ever is... thought that maybe this is autobiographical of Kevin Smith? Kevin Smith just has people come stay over. Like, hey, I'm Kevin Smith. I'm rich. Come stay with me and I'll turn you into a Have you a ever seen someone leave his house? I no, haven't. I haven't. I, I, I haven't I, even I, seen Kevin Smith's house. Yeah. So you don't know. Oh, shit. That's a good word. It could be in the woods of Canada. You don't know. The whole setup to in this Manitoba, movie. Eh? In Manitoba. In Quebec. In Quebec. Uh, Winnipeg. The whole setup is that this guy's a podcaster, uh, Haley Joel Osment and uh, Justin, Justin Long. Justin Long the who, Mac. He's not a PC. He's a Mac. Yeah. I think he's super underrated as an actor. But he's that's a great me. actor. Yeah, I he, hate he that he's I love him in Zack and Mary Porno. He is really good in that The last one. movie I remember seeing him in was Sam Raimi's Drag Me to Hell, which mm. I actually kind of like that movie. Yeah. I like that movie. That's, that's a really good. highly rated that really movie. Like, uh, that goes like back it. to like Sam Raimi's like, roots of horror type. Yeah. So None of this Spider-Man garbage. Yeah, watch your mouth, because the second Spider-Man is one of the best <laughs> Friendships have been lost over Spider-Man. Uh, and regained. Not over <laughs> Spider-Man, but... They, they, they vow never to talk to Spider-Man again. It's a hot topic issue. Uh, <laughs> it's true, actually. Uh, so, they're podcasters, and they're part of, their podcast is called The Nazi Party. N-O-T-S-E-E. And there's a funny joke on that later in the movie when she's calling the cops, and she's like, yeah, he does a podcast. It's called NaziParty.com. And his, Haley Joel Osment's like, spell it, spell it! And the guy hangs up on him. But, uh, good to see Haley Joel Osment in the movie. He's actually yeah, pretty good in this. Yeah. Oh, um, Kevin Smith, he's, apparently... Uh, he's good in uh, Silicon Valley, too. They, oh, oh, he's in that. He has—he's oh, yeah. really good as a comedic actor, and his role in this movie is very much. Well, they—they they so. talk about it on—I think it was Education. They talk about it where he was literally just trying to figure out the casting, mm-hmm. and he was watching a bunch of movies, and someone brought up like, "What happened to Haley Joel Osment?" He's like, Let's "Called get him. It, called his agent, called the, that person, <laughs> gave him the number, and he called Haley Joel Osment himself." It was like, "Hey." Come be on this, and it just worked out. But you know, I keep saying Haley Joel Osment aged weird. I don't think he actually aged weird. He just looks like Haley Joel actually, Osment in like a fat kid's yeah, body yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> like his face is exactly the same as. And you know, a bowl I cut. was kind of thinking about this. You think like Pokemon evolutions. Mm-hmm. So first stage was Haley Joel Osment as a kid. He's now second stage. Third stage would be Kevin Smith. He's oh, the second stage evolution of Kevin Smith right now. That's. Have you seen Kevin Smith in uh, Jersey Girl when he's really big? Uh, he has a, a beard, like a, a full beard, not his typical like neck thing, and and a huge chubby baby face. DJ's onto something. Might be, yeah. Except Haley Joel Osment's not as big. Yeah, but so no, no but, he's just a chubby kid now. We're, we're doing a very bad job of talking about the movie. I mean, yeah. We're talking about people in the movie. That's so. true. And okay. that, that actress, oh, I have a story about her later. Uh, Is she in porn? I wish. Uh, <laughs> so so their podcasters, the Nazi Party. The whole point of their podcast is. Justin Long's character goes out and does something, sees something, and brings it back to the podcast, and they talk about it. And it's kind of a shock jock sort of thing. They're kind oh, of yeah. they're kind of shitty people. Justin Long yeah. is a shit. Well, the whole point movie. of that movie like the worst. is to make is to not feel sorry for him. It's to feel sorry for the girl. Kevin Smith said she's the main character. He yeah, is a douchebag, and you're kind of like good. I'm happy you're a friggin' walrus. Get walrus. Yeah, you're a douche. Even when he's yeah okay, so he's a bad guy. And it doesn't give you that right away. It just gives you he's a shock jock guy. He's a would you what, what's the guy? Rod Stewart. Yeah, Howard Rod, Stern. Stern. Yeah, yeah. Rod Stewart. You just love you some Rod Stewart. I don't. I don't blame you. Uh, <laughs> anyways, Rod Stewart. <laughs> you wreck nerd. And there's a uh, a spoof on the lightsaber kid, 
and it's called the oh, Kill Bill Kid. Kid. It's a spoof, yeah. yeah. And he's doing a sword thing, and he cuts his leg off. And it's like, a oh. really, really bad looking special basically, effect. Basically, actually, the premise of their uh, their podcast is the Tosh.0 Web Redemptions. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. And he's going to talk to him in in Manitoba, in, or Winnipeg. Manitoba. He lands in Winnipeg and then goes to. The, the the I should point out at this point because this is where you first notice it. This movie's made on a shoestring budget. Oh, so, oh yeah. yeah. This is yeah. the this is money Kevin Smith found in his couch cushions. <laughs> the yeah. only the last uh, big budget Kevin Smith movie, I believe, Red State had a decent budget, and they were just like, yeah, it didn't do very good. Or no, wait a minute, Red State was the movie that he showed at a festival, and then at the end of the festival, he gets up on stage, he's chit chatting with everybody, and this is after Cop Out, which as we all know did very poorly, <laughs> and he offered like it, it up to purchase for sale like standing on stage he offered it up for sale to everybody and then he's like all right and twenty dollars takes it to me and then he goes on like this mini monologue about how he's done with major studios he's done with critics he's done with everything he's making movies for himself mm-hmm. and red state when you see it when we all see it is is going to be that and then he makes tusk and yoga hosers <laughs> two movies that are just 100 percent Hey, I talked about this. I'm going to freaking do it. And so what's the deal with Canada now? He loves Canada. He always has. Is that why he was on Degrassi? Yeah, he, he loves Canada. He, he's a big big old fan of the Great White North, which is super racist. But He made a, he made a big cameo in the new Drake song. It's, oh, my God. Way too long of a cameo as well. They're too in- much. Like, they're like the main... Like, like, out of all the characters that are... Like, the, the whole Drake song is a, an, uh, an homage to Degrassi. They get all, like, the, act- the original actors back in it, and they go to Degrassi High. And, then they and for some reason, Kevin Smith is in it the most. Jay and Silent Bob Jay are the Silent, only ones with lines. Yeah, and Jay and Silent Bob are in like a single like, you know, TV special. Yeah, it was like what an hour long. It was like one hour. Yeah, it was like a single hour long special where Jay and Silent Bob or Kevin Smith actually it is Kevin Smith in there go to DeGrassi High to shoot Jay and Silent Bob go to Canada. <laughs> that's the name of the movie, and that's, that's all they're doing. Yeah, and they get a big ass cameo, but um, yeah, he's always loved Canada. Listen to his more his podcast. He's always talking about it. That's why they do the Canadian news on Smodcast. It's great. Yeah. It's great. But yeah, and Canada the reason Canada is so important is because this Kill Bill kid who cut off his own leg lives and, in Canada. He lives in Canada, yeah. and Justin Long is going to Canada to interview him. Yep, and he goes up there, and when he gets there, he finds out Kill Bill kid murdered himself with his own sword. With the sword. Yeah, <laughs> with the sword, and they're going over the top, but. This is where you get the first taste of that guy character just being the ultimate douchebag. Yeah, he's like, oh, well, the guy I came up here to talk to is dead. Gotta find someone yeah. else weird yeah. to talk yeah. to while I'm no, up no, here. Selfish he was like, little prick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was like, self how could he do this yeah. to me? <laughs> oh, I waited two more days. <laughs> he's a murderer. And he's just, like, talking shit about Canada. Yeah. We're, like, loudly in a bar. For, a Canadian like, bar. A Canadian townie bar, of yeah. all things. <laughs> just being a terrible human being. Uh, which is uh, leads him to the bathroom, which leads him to the note. And the yep. note, I, th- I think, I, I don't remember this. I listened to that episode like an, a year ago when I watched the movie. He, uh, is om- is like almost directly from what the little ad was. Yeah. Oh, really? I believe that. I'm a man of the sea and I've lived a life of adventure and yeah. I'm looking for someone to come live with me. Which All you have to do is do a few chores. This I like that it does it in Michael Parks' voice. Michael Parks is probably my favorite part of this whole movie. I oh, think he was, he was incredible. Movie, it's like, creepy. Yeah, well, yeah, because everything's, you know, Justin Logg's being goofy, making masturbation jokes and whatever. And I do like how, like, when he's talking, after he, like, cuts off the leg, he's talking to him, he's just trying really hard not to laugh. Like, yeah. he actually, like, he's, he does a good job of making it look like he's trying like, not to laugh. He was a brown recluse. <laughs> and then he gets back to normal, and he's like, yeah, yeah the doctor, he's doing rounds, and he starts, yeah. like, laughing. Oh, he um, said, no phones. No yeah, phones. No, yeah, he took, took away all our phones. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Oh, that may be, but it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Trust oh, me. God. He's I'm so a good. random guy. Uh, so I wouldn't lie. He finds this. He, he 
decides to call him because this has to be the thing, you know, the, the, the story that he came for now that he can no longer talk to Kill Bill mm-hmm. Kid. Uh, and he goes and calling him, and for some reason it just quick flips to uh, him at the Ed to Zed. Ed to Zed. Ed to Zed. I can't say that. I'm not Canadian. And they make a point no, when they show you the first two Colleen's, which is Johnny Depp's daughter and his daughter, that the only thing Canadian about 90% of these characters is they say a boot. Yeah. <laughs> like they talk completely normal hours. accent. Yeah, and then they just go a boot. Oh my God, it's Except so bad. Except for Johnny Depp and we'll get to him. Oh my God. He's not there till laugh. And yeah. I, the first time I watched it, I was actually really off put by him. So I'm excited to see how you guys are. Watching it this time, it actually felt more natural to the movie. So I, I don't know, I don't know, but we'll get there. Uh, I just want to talk about specific points, so let's, get, let's burn through the plot. He calls I mean, him, sets up the time. What? You gotta go. I mean, there, there's... Actually, when it comes right down to it, not a lot of plot to this movie. Oh, no. it's, it, it takes no. place in so a matter of like... So I think we'll be able to burn through it pretty yeah. quick. Yeah, it takes place in the matter of like three days. He flies out there, gets the... It, you know, gets the kid kills himself. So he reads this note, calls him harasses these two store clerks and the Canadian lady that's there with them. Also, I was making note of throughout this whole movie the dumbass mustache that Justin Long has, It which actually turns out to be a plot point. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's the walrus mustache, you know? Yeah. That's oh. his whole thing. Yep. And, and his name, and his his name is, name is Wallace. Wallace. Exactly. Oh, Wallace. So he goes out there, you know, he sees the... Hi, Tweakle. He's, uh... He drives out there and he's... This part is one of those moments when he gets to the mansion that is pure Kevin Smith monologues. It's just Michael Parks talking for ten minutes. Yeah, I mean, him telling stories. Yeah, yeah, it's Justin Long making like he takes the walrus penis and does the fake like beating <laughs> off on his face, and then it's just Michael Parks. Just, yeah, and he's like Justin Long oh, just being kind of a huge I, asshole. In this I, I will say, I knew the second that he gave him the cup of tea and wasn't drinking tea himself that yeah. it was getting drugs. So like, and plus the tea. Oh, this is the best well, tea I ever had. Well, like a. Mm-hmm. Uh, like DJ said, it, it, the movie's premise is so ridiculous. How long do you put it off? Yeah, this movie, I think, I think rightfully so, is like, no, we kind of have to give you it <laughs> as soon as possible. Just kind of yeah. lay on the walrus shit heavy. Don't don't like put off the fact that he's staying with him. Just kind of drug him, leg off, like just move. Yeah, mm-hmm. I expected it to be like more like. Uh... Like, not as overt with the whole walrus thing, like, build up to it and then, like, reveal. But, like, he's like, no, I'm going to turn you yeah. into a walrus. One piece, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, he's like, one piece you are time. going to be a walrus. Oh, he, he, uh, so he drugs him and blames on a brown recluse. And yeah. you get to kind of see back and forth between what's going on back at home slash kind of like in a like what Tarantino. Yeah, left. kind of in like a Quentin form of oh. showing old scenes. Although I don't want to gloss over this because Michael Park calls him, uh, what is it, like, an incorrigible rapscallion or something yeah, like that. That's, yeah, that's yeah. pretty great. His his dialogue throughout the whole thing is very classy, despite being a deranged maniac. Like All it's the, not except for when he's talking to Lapointe. Which, but that was even that was good. Well, that's the thing because once again, you don't know just how which much one of, is him. Like yeah. how how it, how much of it is this is the actual guy, and how much of it is this is just an insane guy who loves walrus. I think yeah. the only moment you see the actual character, my personal take on it, the only is moment when you he's see the walrus. is when he's the walrus mm-hmm. fighting, and he says, "My survival kicked into you know, and yada mm-hmm. yada." At the end, we'll get to that. Other than that, I think you're seeing like not schizo- yeah schizophrenia. You're yeah. seeing like a guy who knows what the other him is setting up. I mean, for. he basically is just a deranged. Per- his mind's been gone for his entire life. Yeah, yeah. And he really I- latched onto this walrus, who was the one thing that was nice to him in his Mr. life, Mr. Tusk. I do think, like, anytime you, like, flashback, like, his stories of, like, Hemingway yeah. and all that, I think that was true. I do, too. Yeah, I think I, that, I, was, I all think that well. was all true. 
Oh, and so that was one thing we didn't say. Yeah, this character is talking about some really impressive shit he alleged or actually mm-hmm. did. He was Hemingway's best friend. He was at, at on the boats at D-Day mm-hmm. and just didn't go out. Which was the hook that got Justin Long to this guy's house in the first place. He wants to hear these stories and relate them on his yeah. podcast. And uh, he's going on. And even when he's getting drugged, Justin Long's getting drugged, he doesn't give up ever. He's just telling a story. He's just mm-hmm. like, ah, I'm great. He's always talking. Even when he's talking to just the walrus yeah, or by he's, himself he's sewing never him up, not talking. Yeah, he's just putting on a, his own sort of like reading his own autobiography. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think it's real. That's yeah. why I think all that shit was legit with the Hemingway. Well, for the universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the tea is drugged. Justin Long passes out. And then it flashes over to... Yeah. Like, that. this is where it establishes what his home life was like. First you see the scene of his uh, of him with his girlfriend... He's Justin just, Long? Yeah. 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 And he's just an asshole to her. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's, like, blowing him. And he's like, I mean, Justin in his Long, defense, have you ever been stopped mid-blowing? I mean, that's not, it's, it's the not worst it's the worst. Yeah. That's awful, but that's not, that's not the, the It's problem. not reason. That's not, that's, <laughs> not the, that's not the issue with him. The issue is that, like, he gives this entire monologue, because, once again, this movie is people looking at the camera giving monologues. He gives this entire monologue about, like... Like, his girlfriend's like, you've changed. And he's like, well, the old me was just some shitty nerd. I brought in 100K on ads alone. That's before the shirts and the yada, yada, yeah. And, like, she's pretty much just saying, hey, when you were an unsuccessful loser nerd, we were happy. I was hot and I still liked you. And you had everything. But then now you're just all about the money. To be fair, Justin Long's kind of hot. Get rid of the mustache. Yeah. He's kind of hot. Yeah. That's just me. Just saying. Sorry. Continue. I, I, I concur. Yeah, right? Did you yeah. see it? He was pretty muscly. Yeah. When he's laying there. I was like, he's I an excellent gay porn sh- star. He is so good He would that. make a great gay porn star. He did. In Zach and Mary. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah, he's the boyfriend of the, like, jock football player or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the worst thing about Kevin Smith. He always has to put in something that's over the top, like, not yeah. real. Like, in Zach and Mary make a porno. Another kind of ridiculous premise. But you can buy it the whole way. But then he just kind of has to put in the fact that the, the high school all-star jock is now gay and his boyfriend is this over-the-top gay porn star who just is the most crude person in the world. It's like, come on. Anyway, sounds believable. Not but, the point. Uh, we digress. <laughs> but anyway, so he's... Justin Long, once again, horrible human being yep. throughout this entire movie. Is he's kind of emotionally abusive to his girlfriend. He disrespects people. He's, const- he's always making someone else the butt of the joke. Cheats on her. All the time. Yep. And always has an excuse. Like, he blames it on, uh, I can't remember, Haley Joel Osment's character. Like, oh, he doesn't like it when you're around. He gets jealous. Yeah, and then, and then it shows you later he's talking to Haley Joel Osment, and she, he's asking him why he won't bring her. Yeah. He's like, well, I can't get... Because I can't get roadhead. Yeah, I can't get roadhead. You should see so. It's not that she's hot. It's that I can't remember. He tries to explain it away. Like, Oh, yeah, like, I can't be funny, and yeah. I can't make fun of this kid. It's my Xanax. Yeah. yeah. I gotta get one mm-hmm. off and go to sleep. I'll have to actually act like a human being yeah. to this kid that cut off uh, his own he's leg. The worst in this movie, <laughs> but in a good way. And, yeah. and so, like his girlfriend finds comfort in Haley Joel Osment, who is a much better. So human let me. Being this is yep. where we'll pause. That scene, so where she's crying and monologuing, mm-hmm. potentially like the best acted scene in the whole movie. That was a good monologue. I mean, yeah. This actress is unknown. She's been like some indie stuff, whatever. Uh, he was watching her act some other scene, and he went home, wrote that monologue, and said, hey, do you think you would be up to have your own, like, mini sort of, like, stare into the camera thing? She's like, yeah, of course. He goes in, hands her the script. She reads it over a few times, sits down, and does it in one take. That was just, like, that was not part of the movie. Kevin Smith just liked how much, like, he loved her acting so much. He's like, let me write you this monologue. I think you can do it. I think you can, you know, she's crying, Mm -hmm. she's shaking lip and stuff. Uh, so he, he writes it for her, hands it to her. She's like, yeah, don't even worry about it, old <laughs> dog And she sits down, reads it, 
gets in front of the camera, done. Like, put it in the film. Put it in. She's incredible. So, but this actually kind of highlights what I think is probably my primary problem with this movie. You have a problem with this movie? I do have a... Believe it or not, I have a problem with this movie. I'm a little shocked. I love this movie. Continue. There's a lot of very interesting stuff in this movie. And it is a very unique movie. I have to give it that. But there's a lot of things in it that it doesn't seem to really add up to a cohesive whole. Like, the stuff with the girlfriend is very interesting, and I do agree that she's kind of where the emotional weight of a lot of this lies, because you're not supposed mm-hmm. to really sympathize with Justin Long. But the fact that she's in this emotionally abusive relationship, while it does lead to this very good monologue, isn't really a theme that's explored in the movie. They just kind of throw it out there to... Right. I mean, more or less to characterize Justin Long as more yeah. of an asshole. Yeah, and, they- I mean, also, a lot of it is, I feel like most of these little story points don't really get much closure to them. Right. But I kind of feel like, I know I'm skipping ahead, but like, we'll talk about the ending later, but I don't think you could have that ending without setting all yes, that up first. I, I agree. I agree. And here's yeah. my reasoning. So it's clearly a triangle. Justin Long's a douche with the hot girlfriend who he actually cares for when he's crying and apologizing when he finally gets hold of his cell phone with no leg and he's yeah. calling her. He clearly does care about her. So even though it's not a good relationship, he's cheating on her and all that. It's still a lot of love there. And then you go to her side, and that's him. And then he has his best friend who's his partner who takes yep. care of his girlfriend. He, and does, he, yeah. he does notably call her before he calls exactly. her. And he knows that, when, in a flashback later, that his podcasting partner does care for her. Mm-hmm. He takes her out to the art. He does the stuff that he's too much of a douche to do, that Justin Long's too much of a douche to do. So you have that. Then you go to her point. She has a boyfriend that she loves that she can't leave. She knows he's cheating on her, but she also knows she's cheating on him. So she's found this, like, quote-unquote balance, which is clearly not. And then you have the friend, who, again, is a friend and a consoler. So, like Craig said, the ending doesn't work if it's not a perfect, like, three-way screwed-up situation. It's a dysfunctional yet functional exactly. love triangle. Exactly. If it's stupid but it works, is it really stupid sort of a situation? Yeah, exactly. It doesn't work in this scenario. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, no. That's what it, it works for two out of three of them. <laughs> true. Oh, true. That's true. Uh, I mean, the so, third one gets fish. That's where we get every day. Yeah. So when he gets drugged, he wakes up and he's all out. And this is the part we were talking about earlier. He's mm-hmm. Michael Parks is just glorious, like trying not to laugh right in his face, but also like, oh, like giving you it away. You passed out. You, you were real tired, and you got bit by a brown recluse. Yeah, brown so recluse. It's sort of plausible though, because like um, my sister recently got bit by a brown recluse, <gasps> and it is like I saw a picture. It is necrotic. It yes. Yeah into the Brandy's skin. mom so, still has a scar from it. I like, still have a oh, scar from when I got bit by a brown recluse. Really? Didn't go to the hospital, just powered through it. Just yeah. like, dangerous, don't do that. Focus. But yeah, don't do it. I might be able to see it on this leg right around here somewhere. When you were a child? No, like when I was like 19 or 20. Oh, yeah, yeah when you're yeah, dumb. There's like a purple scar, I think like right here. And it's like yeah, an indent in my yeah, skin. Yeah, it looks like a bruise. Yeah. yeah, and it's an indent in my skin where the what, spider bit me. Like, did you just like it? No, so I had like this big ass welt, like a big purple welt there. And I'm like, huh, that looks weird. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just leave it. And I just left it. And, you know, it would occasionally, like, burst and shit. And it, was, it was not good. That's awesome. I should have gotten it checked out, probably. Don't worry about it. You're fine. Look at you. You're healthy. Exactly. Why you're but so Justin s- Long was not fine. Yeah. No, he oh, was no, not fine. No, he... Apparently, his legs swelled like an elf. Yeah. And he starts to realize shit's wrong. Just through the, the description, the fact that yeah. the doctor took all the phones out, didn't want you getting <laughs> uh, st- uh, disturbed. Yeah. Well, what about the hospital? He's, He's doing his rounds. You don't need a hospital. Yeah, but there's no one the, else around. The hospital is around. full yeah. of disease. Yeah. <laughs> I could not keep And he, uh, he lays it on heavy that 
this is clearly fucked up. And Justin Long starts to see it. You know, he de- doesn't call it out. He's just like, all right, whatever. And then he falls back asleep in his chair, which is kind of... Or not he falls asleep. He gets left there. He mm-hmm. just... Michael Parks leaves. Oh, and, and he like, realizes his leg's gone. Yeah, he's like, ah, son of a bitch. I'm going to... And then it doesn't it go to like a, there's a, a scene where there's it's a more like yeah. Then it goes back to a, a flashback scene, one of the ones we've talked about, and then it goes to him sitting at the dinner table. Michael Parks just totally normal, eating the. At this point in time, the character of the insane guy has only been given away by a little laughter. Yeah, it hasn't really been given away much, uh, and they're eating. And Justin Long is going on about how he can't move his arms because the morphine. It keeps him sleepy or something. Yeah, and, yeah, the morphine. Yeah, and then this is where he realizes, oh, oh shit. Oh, right, and he starts asking him, like, what, what's the spider look like? Yeah. Well, it's just, you can say it's itsy bitsy. Yeah, and this is where he breaks into the, he breaks into the voice and the character of the guy that Gila Point meets. I don't know. Oh, oh yeah, he, I actually didn't catch that. The voice slurs, he gets higher pitched, and he's doing the kind of, like, uh, simpleton, actually, mm-hmm. is the way to, because that's what Gila Point called him, so I'll, I'll keep it there. Point. That I didn't notice the first viewing. That I noticed on the second mm-hmm. one, so whatever. But I notice it now that you bring yeah, it up. He slips back into that person, which he never does again, so I'm assuming that's just like a little, like, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> like, this is my I'm smarter than you, let me mess with you thing. Uh, and then Justin Long just goes nuts. He goes off. Ah, screaming, and Justin Parks, or Just Parks. Michael Parks does like a real ball and move. Gets up, you think he's gonna knock him out or something. You think something bad's gonna oh, happen. We forgot to <laughs> mention that, like earlier on, he's always been in this like motorized yeah, chair. Yeah. And yes. You think he's like crippled That's and he true. can't walk. This is the first point where he stands up from that. I did, yeah, you're and right. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, he can. He's he's normal. He's a liar. And all he does he's is walk over there, phony. smack him in the face, hard smack. Not for any reason. Then he sits back down like nothing happened. They just like. You can live here, but you have to be a walrus. Yeah, that's 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 right where they lay it on front street. It's like, all right, yeah. It's like, I have, a suit, I have a suit for you. It, I have a with some alterations, it'll fit. Yeah. You have to be a walrus. <laughs> now, that part is direct, but I was still not anticipating the next scene. Where he's just walrusing him? Where he's sewing him up, doing his monologue. Oh, he's telling his monologue about he, his Which is great, story. which is great. He's talking about going out on the water, uh, actually hanging out with the walrus and, like, mm-hmm. bonding. No, then, I, thought right, the that, reason, I thought that was earlier. Right. I thought this monologue where he's talking about how he was like an orphan and all that. You're right. No, you're right. You're right. How, like, yeah. shitty his life he was. He was yeah. raped. He was abused. He was beaten. Molested by the Catholic Church. Yes. Once yep. again, Kevin got, Smith getting his legitimate <laughs> Catholic Church. <laughs> you gotta let him know. You gotta keep him in line. He's like, yeah, like, the Catholic Church decided to get more money, they would... Which, actually, hold on. Let me back up. Is this the, like a real thing? The relationship is actually way bigger. The whole theme of this entire movie is that men are the savages. Yeah, Justin Long is the key of being a savage. If you don't put in that emotionally abusive slash someone to console her thing, Justin Long isn't quite the savage that you need him to be. Mm. I'm just I saying. Yeah, you have to point out how much of an asshole yeah. he like, is. Like, here's a good guy, here's a bad guy, and here's a woman dealing with the repercussions, just like the walrus got killed by Michael Parks' character. Right, and we should point out the reason why Michael Parks wants to make Justin Long a walrus is because the most meaningful event of his life was when he was shipwrecked on yep. an island and there, was a, and there was a walrus that took care of him and he named the walrus Mr. Tusk. After his uh, teacher, Mr. Tusk. It was, it was like a janitor. At, yeah, oh, a janitor, janitor who was like nice to him. Yeah, his the only home. like respectable authority figure because yeah, like, everyone, everyone else beat the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah. terrible thing. And like the scene, all the preceding set up like Justin Long, he's the main character and he's an asshole and this scene like, oh, okay, this guy's fucked up because he had a horrible life yeah. and it was abused so you're like, 
He's doing such an awful thing. To be fair, that doesn't really excuse no, no, the awful no, thing. No, but it explains why it's it crazy. It gives you a reason why he's... It yeah, tries he's, to sympathize. It tries to give you that... Because every villain has a good it, it, it sort of... It gives you moment. a logic for why he's... Yeah, every like villain this. has how, how we got to where we're at, which is completely bonkers. Because once again, this movie's tackling head on the fact... This is a movie about an old man who wants to turn Justin Long into a walrus. And up until this point, they take it very seriously. Like, I, oh, I yeah. think we all know the point where this turns into a comedy. So so let me explain this scene really quick. So he's doing the monologue, and he's laying out just how bad of a life he had, right? When we're all like, okay, wow, you're <laughs> fucked up. You're sewing something. We know it's something gruesome. There's blood on his hands. We and see he's Justin Long's the diagram. Yes, just, I love yeah. the diagrams. There's diagrams of human bodies, of walrus bodies, and then of the human, human walrus, walrus body. body. Yeah. He's wiping his nose with bloody gloves, just like talking like, no, everything's normal. And he takes a break, and the showing tools, bloody saws. And... <laughs> I said be quiet! <laughs> <laughs> they pop the champagne? Yeah, I think so. Popping bottles in the ice? So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... It's, it's doing all that, showing the tools all super messed up, and it pans up. Now, I anticipated some sort of gore. I anticipated his other leg gone. Yeah. His arm, no. It shows no legs, arms in the T-Rex position, sewn tight, and a so, bleeding face. So I didn't think that was all that gory. I mean, it, it, was, it wasn't gory. It yeah. was off-putting. I was like, it was, I, didn't it think, wasn't I didn't think that the, was coming. The premise of the movie sounds really gross. So I, And this movie is kind of gross. Mm-hmm. But it's not quite as gross as you think it is. Yeah, I most of the yes. reason for that is that the practical effects are not very good, and I think the movie is kind of aware of that on some level. So I, I will say, I will say, I didn't expect them to actually put him in a full-on walrus suit. I thought they were going to just kind of like deform his body to be yeah, walrus-like. I, I expected like so, Justin Long face and Justin Long I, hair and like. Just like maybe some big teeth, and he's like, but yeah. no, they I did went, not. I did not expect the full on walrus suit. So yeah, that was awesome. It it was him in a suit, but the face I feel like because it was sewn all around. I think that was his face. No, no, no. Because the you eyes. Could, look at the eyes. Yeah, you could see around the eyes though that it was a different nose. Like he was in a a full on mask. Ah, probably. So they it from what it sounded like from what they explained later where. Uh, there was the big old hole in his mouth. Yeah, the two holes in the top of the. Yeah, so that they put, they used his own femur. Like yeah, touch. well, you yeah. see, you actually spoiler see during the scene where Michael Parks is explaining why he lost his leg. Mm-hmm. He's he's polishing a tooth. Yeah, well, he's uh, a something. tooth. It's, oh, it's the femur. femur. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the bone. Like, and he Jesus. only has one because he only took the one leg. Yeah, and that's what a shin bone. It's not the femur because he's. But well, they, they, said, they said femur for that guy. Oh, okay. but in this scene, he's only missing from the knee down. But he does have That's two true. tusks. When they oh yeah. Well, he cuts the other leg off. You yeah. see it on ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, you see the whole leg oh, yeah, on yeah. ice. Yep. That's a plot hole. Well, maybe oh, no, no, he's no, done no. with it. He's still in the process. He's making the first one. The second no, 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 you see the leg. When they come in, they see the first thing she looks at. The part of this is not just this walrus suit is sewn together from flesh of a whole bunch. There's another guy's face on his. So it's possible he just got another leg and he's saving. He's saving that leg for later because this is not the first time he has made a walrus. You actually see a drowned dead walrus. You see a bunch of drowned dead walrus. Like when he goes down under the water, it's littered with dead walrus. Yeah, it's a graveyard and. The Gila Point when he shows up, which is next, he shows up and I do want to point out though before Gila Point shows up, before Johnny Depp is in this movie yeah. suddenly, um, <laughs> I didn't even recognize him. It was a favor called in because his do- their daughters are friends. Yeah. So they um, 
The scene where they reveal the the walrus, the Justin Long <laughs> and walrus. And he's just sitting in the middle of the it's concrete playing, block. It's playing like some classical music. I can't remember what the music is off no the idea. top of my head. But it is like something you would hear in a Looney Tunes cartoon. Because it's just classical music. And it's very nice and And pleasant. it just got like a, a small like CRT TV of yeah, like beach scenery. Uh, no, no, it's a projection. Oh, it's a projection? Yeah, it's a projection. And it's showing, like, walrus, like, nature, like, B-roll of walrus. They actually just... use that really well later. Like, it's it's the sky, it's birds, it's ocean, it's it's walruses, it's, like, land, and it's showing, like, mm-hmm. natural and habitat, quote-unquote. It's showing, like, close-ups of the pieces of this walrus suit. It's all, like, grotesquely stitched together. Random skin points. Finally, and... at the end, it shows his face, which is disgusting. Oh, it's terrible. Which... And then it does... Like it does like a comedy zoom out on the wall, whole yeah. walrus thing. It's like, look at this ridiculous piece yeah. of shit we made Justin Long get in for a solid like minute, and he's just in there going, <laughs> walruses then, don't yeah, cry. I was like, why is he just making that noise until later they explain? Oh, I was, tongues were, I was actually when watching that, I was like, do they point out that they cut the tongue off, or is that something I heard on a podcast? They do, but they out. do point it out yes. that they rip the tongue out and he can't make noises. And I'm like, at this point, I'm like. This is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. It hits you hard. It hits you right. It does not slow down. It's like, yeah. it's not It's not so much that it's disgusting or gory because the costume looks dumb. Yeah. It's just, it, it, it's, this it's movie just is weird. unabashedly just really yeah. weird. So, two, two things on that, real quick. One, the actual suit that Justin Long wore, there's only one of them, and it's at J and Bob. Jay and Bob, Silent Bob's Secret Stash in New Jersey. I went and saw it. it oh, really? all, yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. It's just up there and it's awesome. <laughs> And two, uh, that's not even the weirdest part. Showing him like that isn't even like the peak of weird. Yeah, it gets weirder. Every scene he comes back in happens to get a little bit more bizarre. And a little bit more bizarre. Ah, but this is... Because he wants him to do like walrus things. Yeah, he wants him to be... And I thought the scene... So there's one scene later on, we'll come back later, where Justin Long at this point has already swam, quote unquote, like a walrus... He's already eaten a, a live, or not alive, a dead mackerel, like a walrus, just eat it. I think the swimming scene is actually the most messed, like, actually where the he just legitimate rips scariest into the water. scene. Yeah, he wraps I think that's actually the, the scariest scene in the movie, where he, and he sinks mm-hmm. underwater, and the Sees bottom of this the other walrus is just full of, like, corpses of these of walrus Who men. couldn't yeah. swim, I'm guessing. Swim. I'm guessing yeah. who just got pulled under mm-hmm. and just, like, sunk. And they're, like, halfway, like, skeletonized, but still in these, Well, the like, skin would suits. never go away, because there's these, it's like a maze. Yeah, I'm like, that's a creepy visual and a creepy idea. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, it was at this point in the movie that I was like, okay, we saw the walrus. This yeah, we got it, right? Man, where do we point. go from here? This is the whole point in the movie. I'm like, we got to be near the end, right? And then it was halfway, halfway through. And, halfway and then at that point, the movie, it, it literally, like, it, the switch flips and it goes and from it horror movie to, better. like, comedy. Evil, it, go, it turns into an Evil yeah. Dead-esque, like, yeah. what, there's a term well, okay. for that sort of horror comedy. Because, um... Haley Joel Osment and the girlfriend finally got the messages that he left yes. on their phone. Mm-hmm. And they, when, go, they before go to he Canada got, looking for him. Before he got domed with a walrus penis. <laughs> he got straight, because he's making those calls, and mm-hmm. you see the music changes, you see the lights being covered uh, so by like, something. So, I mean, it might have been because it was so dark, but at first, like, you heard the music change, so you know, like, you're supposed to see something in the background, but we couldn't see it. Well, the, so the there's, there's only two things I could see. Well, one is... Well, I saw him move. I finally did see him move when he there's went across a, there's the There's a light, like a little yeah, light, yeah, yeah, you and you see it get covered. But I feel like if we were watching this in a dark room, we would have actually seen... Also, that. my TV's not good for dark scenes. That's like one of its big... Okay. I bought it for a gaming TV, not... But the other thing is it actually does show a quick pass-by of the holder that holds the walrus penis bone with no walrus mm-hmm. penis bone in it. And that's like, oh, okay, he's going to get brained. And he does. And it's great. 
But uh, anyway, sorry, uh, Gila Point. So, oh, well, before we even get to him, this is where we have the phone call where the whole thing that they're called the Nazi party. Yeah. <laughs> so they're, like, they're, like, talking to the police, and they're, like, and she's, like, do you have any uh, recent photos? Do, yeah, it's all up on our website. Uh, what's what? Naziparty.com. <laughs> Spell it! Spell <laughs> it! And they, oh, they hung just, Oh, they hung <laughs> Which, honestly, if someone called... And then, actually, it goes to... Uh, they're searching for him. Ralph Garman, one of the other... Hosts of uh, it's actually Hollywood oh, Babylon. We don't, we don't have serial killers up here in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, one of Kevin Smith's best friends. He does the podcast, the second most popular podcast uh, on this podcast. Like... He's playing Franklin Garman, who is you know they gave, that's why I said I was like they gave him his name again, uh, and he's just like pointing out how ridiculous this sounds. You know, yeah, ter- why they took him? Like we don't have serial killers. Are you sure you guys do a comedy podcast? Is this really it's something to worry about? Well, maybe it's only just, serial know, killers we have in Canada is a guy that ate all the Captain Crunch. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. There was a serial killer, and then he yeah. gets in. And then he like asks if like Justin Long's character is doing anything romantic, like a tryst, and they both they're like, like pause, pause and they're like. Because they're both no. super aware he's just banging Dang anyone he he's can. He's not a guy that would Which, do that. Which, to Jake's earlier point, if I ever get stopped mid-blowy, I may be looking for some strength. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's a super rude thing to do, and you gotta make a decision. <laughs> I know the decision I made, that's all I'm saying. Make an assessment. Yeah. So, they're like, yeah, this do- we don't have serial killers, but this does sound awful lot like that case where, like, 20 bodies turned <laughs> yeah. up missing arms and legs. <laughs> they just classify that might be differently. Related? Yeah, go talk to this Frenchman. Yeah, and who is an ex-detective, and this is where Johnny Depp, who is once again a terrible human I was, being, I was but actually curious movie. if you guys would notice that was Johnny Depp because I was—I like, did not. Two seconds in, I was, like, was like, I was like, I was like trying, to, I was trying to figure out who it was. Well, I was gonna say it. I was gonna be like, that's Johnny Depp, just like I did that it was his daughter and Kevin Smith's daughter. And I was like, wait, I can say that on the podcast for some pizzazz. And then Jake's just like, hey, wait a minute. I was like, God damn it! No, right. Johnny Depp. He's always wearing a stupid hat. Well, can you his... na- can you name the Name a movie he's not wearing a hat. I can name one off the top of my head. Um, The Ninth Gate. I don't know that movie. Doesn't yeah, count. If yeah. he doesn't know, it doesn't count. Does Nightmare he wear a wig? Elm Street. <gasps> no. Checkmate. Yeah, that's, that's the, the one movie. That's the one movie okay. I can name. What about... No, wait, you haven't seen The Ninth Gate? No. He literally just plays like a normal person. What about He never the... wears a hat at all? No hat. Because in Secret Window, his main character doesn't wear a hat. But, but his evil character <laughs> yeah, wears a hat. No, the Ninth Gate Captain... just plays like this dude that uncovers like some sort of like satanic thing. Oh, He's like, oh, I'm going to open the Ninth Gate. I'm going to oh, Google Ninth Gate. Secret Window, that is such a shit. Captain movie. Jack Sparrow's whole life I do is love literally... And, and Wigs count as a hat. But I do love that... Now, this is just normal person Johnny Depp, which is okay. very rare in Well, movies. and uh, Jack Sparrow, his whole life is his hat. That's yeah. his whole thing yeah. throughout the whole thing. is like, my hat. All right, so here's the Ninth Gate. I have seen the trailers. I do not see a hat. Nope, he does not wear a hat that... What about, what's that movie where he, uh, like, uploads your conscious to the cloud and, like, people live in that? It's Re- Transcendence. That's what it's I called. haven't seen it. Transcendence? Oh, uh, yeah, I heard that movie was a piece of shit. Well, like, I guess nobody's seen The Ninth Gate but me. No. And Giant, nobody's yeah, seen Transcendence but anybody. It was an okay movie. Okay. Giant Depp hasn't done a lot. Oh, wow. nope, he has a hat on in that movie at one point. Damn it. Trans- so I mean, Gate. plus this cerebral thing counts as a hat. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So this is the part where, like, he we alluded to like an hour ago, where we're like, okay, you want our our, our yeah. So this our is reactions the- to Johnny Depp. So the first time I saw him when this shows up and he starts doing his ridiculous French accent, I was completely floored and I was like, I'm I was taken I was literally taken out of the movie. Like, okay, screw this. Not in a bad way, just in a like, okay, Kevin Smith, you clearly <laughs> had to get a little bit of you in this. That's fine. Let's keep on. Mm-hmm. Second time I saw it, though, and I actually listened to the whole dialogue and everything, it made more sense to me. 
So was it off-putting, on-putting, or just like, okay, we already saw the freaking Mr. Tuz. This can't be crazy. So, I mean, like, that's, like, you can tell from, like, the way he's speaking about, like, he's basically a guy who's been tracking this ridiculous, like, disturbing serial killer his entire career. Yeah. He got and kicked off got, the force for and it. And it has clearly gotten to him. Yeah. He, he was kicked off the force for bringing up the theory that the guy was creating monsters. Yeah. Yep. Which goes to show how the Canadian police force works. Yes. Monsters, eh? Yeah. Oh, no, they would never. Anyways... So he's like smashing the burger. He's pouring some unknown alcohol into his milkshake. He's like only talking when he wants to and laughing at things that nor- no normal person would laugh to, all the while doing the most ridiculous accent I've ever heard. So I'm not a big fan of Johnny Depp. <gasps> I don't I don't like Johnny okay, Depp very so much as about a person or as an actor? I mean, you could be wrong. If you would ask me five kind of both. If you would ask me or five years ago. I do yeah. like Karen Loving. If you had asked me five years ago, he was my favorite actor. Mm-hmm. Like, of all time. Me and Franny watched everything Johnny Depp that ever happened. Ever, now, are you except about, the now, Ninth Gate. Are you talking about like Johnny Depp or like Johnny except Depp Burton? Johnny Depp Burton I'm, I'm, talking, I'm talking largely Johnny Depp Burton. Okay. You know what? Real quick, this is a perfect for the, time. For the past like ten years, he's played the same character over and over again. This movie, well, kind of no on. exception. Whoa. But, 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 at the same time... He's kind of the best part of this movie. Well, maybe the second best part of this okay, movie. Okay, I'm, I'm going to say right now, Johnny Depp was the best part of this okay. movie. You guys I talk about how much you love Johnny he Depp. Made the I got to use it. It's bad. So talk about Johnny Depp. Just keep talking. Okay, so Johnny Depp was by far the best part of this movie. Like, I, I think the bad guy was the best part of this movie. He was I, a really I, good part of this movie. But the best, I mean, I don't want to go on to the next scene without Kevin, but the best... You're talking about the scene where he's talking to Yeah, when Johnny Depp Depp and Michael Parks have a dialogue. It it was... Okay, that is... So great. That was a pretty good scene. But I mean, that just kind of goes to show that they are both the highlights of the movie. Oh, yeah. And when you put the the two best parts of the movie on screen, you get magic. Which, it's like... And that doesn't, like, discredit the other actors, because everyone acted really well in this movie. Yeah, I gotta go, like, the next one is probably Haley Joel Osment, because I actually really liked him. Haley Joel Osment, like, he, he resurfaced recently, like... And he, I've loved him in everything I've seen him in. I mean, to be fair, that's literally this movie and Silicon Valley, like I said earlier. But and hopefully, Kingdom Hearts three. <laughs> is he gonna play? Is he actually the voice actor in Kingdom Hearts three? I'm pretty sure. He hey is. guys, it's me, Sora. <laughs> the grown man who does. I mean, his voice really hasn't changed Just, uh, that much. Ignore, no, I, ignore I, the facial hair. He hasn't changed. His voice really hasn't changed since Kingdom Hearts two, where he yeah. is a grown man. So yeah. So I don't think it'll be that off-putting for him. I mean, to, at this rate, Kingdom Hearts three, he's going to be in a wheelchair coming, or he's going to be like a walker coming into the voice acting studio. I've so. already one hundred percent confirmed that James Woods is on board again because <laughs> as a we'll see uh, Oh, that's oh, James Woods will automatically volunteer for any moment that he can play Hades. He loves playing Hades. Yes, so <laughs> because it's his best role of all time. I mean, it's true, but as I was saying. But I don't think Johnny Depp is on board, but Haley Joel Osment probably is on board for Kingdom Hearts 3. I mean, Johnny to be fair, they've done all the voice acting already. The movie, yes. is, the, the, the game is coming out at some point in my lifetime, I believe. Allegedly. Allegedly. I'm just saying, don't keep, don't keep your hopes up. Exactly. Right? But Johnny Depp was my favorite part of this movie. and as That's mu- actually really good to hear. I'm excited to hear. And, but at the same time, like I have to like say on the flip side, it's weird because this is a movie about turning a dude into a walrus... I just just way too creeped out by all the walrus scenes. I felt like if you just took out all the walrus scenes, I would absolutely love this movie. But that would be the movie. Yes. I know, I know, it would defeat the purpose of the movie. But it's just 
if you just so are you saying you the say, wal- are you saying the walrus creeps you out or just the idea of some dude mutilated and turned into a walrus was uneasy both. to you? So the actual visual of the walrus. So I'm just saying, it. give Guy Lapointe his own movie, and I'll be down. <laughs> okay, so watch Yoga Hosers. It's on. It was on Netflix. I will verify. It is. So if you thought this movie was goofy, like you know, like DJ said, the premise is so out there. Yoga Hosers is about two girls, the two Colleen's. They're yeah. both named Colleen. It's part of the joke. And some one night, <coughs> a bunch of uh, mysterious people <coughs> murders happen. And it turns out it's from Bratsies, which are sausages, bratwursts, <laughs> that were created into Nazi soldiers, but they didn't fully mature, so they're the size of a Bratsy, of a, Nazi, so, of a bratwurst. So sorry. it's like a cross between the movie we just watched and Sausage yes. Party? Haley, Haley Joel Osment plays a Nazi in it. Ralph Garman plays... A Nazi plays or a Bratsy? A Nazi. Ralph Garman plays uh, Hitler's right-hand man that gets cryogenically frozen in an underground bunker and releases the Bratsies. And Gila Point is spearheading the entire movie. Like, following Wait, is it actually Gila Point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the all character in, Gila Point? The trilogy is this all is, in universe. Yeah, so universe. there is a Gila Point movie for you yeah. to watch. Gila oh, Point, that's great. Gila Point will probably be in Moose Jaws. Ooh. So there's there's more. So, well, I do have to say, like, moving on to the, the next scene... I think the best part of the movie was the dialogue between Johnny Depp and Michael Parks. Okay, so that is where we were talking about earlier with the Itsy Bitsy Spider. Mm-hmm. Michael Parks is clean shaven and short hair versus the long hair and the goatee he has. He's honestly as... kind of got like Dr. Wiley hair going on there a little yeah. bit. Yeah, oh, well, it's, it's spiking up. in the middle, but it's all like, or like Einstein hair. That yes. would be a good way to put and it. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but when he gives his name, he gives the name that is the doctor yeah, for Justin Long. Uh, oh, I, I actually didn't notice. I can't, I can't remember his name, but he the name he gives is the name that's the doctor, and he brings up the fact that there's a brown recluse, brown recluse in his potty. Yeah. He's, trying, he's trying to get he's Johnny Depp into the brown his yes. He's trying to get him inside, into the back of the van, if you will, to use another analogy. Uh, Science of the Lambs. Anyways, and he has the most... He has the most... The second most ridiculous accent, because nothing's mm-hmm. more ridiculous than Gila Point. Like, yeah. This kind of slurry, high-pitched, like, uh, country... Yet I don't I don't think it was like it's Canada. almost like it's almost like a Cajun accent. Yeah, does can Canada was, have rednecks? Um, have you seen Trailer Park Boys? Yeah, they, you know what? Do. Good point. They Good do. point. Also, Cajuns came from Canada. Wait, is all of Canada just rednecks? No. Have you seen Trailer Park Boys? Joke, <laughs> joke, okay, me. Also, I'm Cajun. What are you trying to say? Have you met yourself? Yes, I have. Checkmate. Exactly. What, what color is that beard you got on right there? Huh? That the what? Your red. It's red. red. Just like a beard. Just like a dirty redneck. Oh. I mean, that's not a neck, that's a beard. No, but all rednecks have. But it's on your neck, isn't it? Like, like you see, DJ could be a redneck if you want to see how it's black hair, but then there's so much red in it. Mine does something similar. We're redneck. Mine doesn't. I mean, it's because you don't have a beard. (laughs) Damn it. If you have a red beard, that means you only have half the necessary genes you need to be a ginger. (gasps) Well, I wish I would fill it out. I love red hair, by the way. I'm not one of those ginger haters. So, red hair on. Dudes is off putting. On everything, yeah. Probably about 80% of the time, a red haired dude is off putting. No, the red haired dude is off putting, but when red haired dudes try to be cool, they can look cool. So now you're talking about like a like a normal dude just with red hair or like the like the pale skin, the like, freckles, and like the red hair. If you, me, or DJ, you kind of have like this weird, like dirty brownish you're saying sort you're of dirty. thing. And mm. If either yeah, if true. any of us had just red hair but kept our looks, it'd be fine. 
But all red hair people seem to go for like one of like three haircuts. Super short, like shaved down. Yeah. The Ron Weasley, I like to call it. <laughs> Where it's just like the basically my haircut right now. Which is now. basically your haircut. Or the uh, Sean, uh, uh, Sean White with the really long, long down hair. your shoulder. They don't seem to figure out that if you just get a normal haircut, you'll look cool. You don't have to be weird. I think that Ron Weasley himself goes between the Ron Weasley and the Sean. Yeah, he does. Yeah, so I just don't, I just don't get it. But anyways, I mean, the biggest thing is just the the predisposition that most redheads have to yeah. being just ghost white. Yes, yeah. that's true. And we, it's it's it really is accented by their the red hair. The red yeah. hair. It sets it off. But anyways, why did we talk about that? Oh, rednecks in Canada get yeah. a point. Uh, Michael Parks doing the weird voice. Yes. Uh, so he's hunting down, uh, I don't remember the guy's name, a hockey player. Yeah. They say it so many times, how can we not remember the yeah, name? Richard Gumtree or something? Yeah, yeah. Greg, Gregory Gumtree. Gregory Gumtree. Yeah. Greg, the hockey player hockey who disappeared. Hockey player Gregory He's always, yes, the, whole he, thing yes, he's always the hockey player Gregory <laughs> Gumtree. They're just like, we're looking for Gregory Gumtree. Yeah. Actually, I was wondering when that was going to end when he was starting to tell the mo- story about the mother he was talking to. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, he's going to tell the story about this mom he's talking to, but instead he retells the entire story about how the arms were sewn up and yeah. the legs were gone. He does it like three times. <laughs> yeah. He like makes sure they know exactly what's going to happen oh just in long. So, so actually, so looking at it now, like, if you try to like analyze that, do you think he's being like crazy? Or do you think he's actually just trying to prepare them for what they're probably going to see? I w- after having seen yoga hosers, because I've seen more Gila Point, mm-hmm. I would vote part two preparing them he's, just like so hey, he's, he's not me. actually just like over the top and like kind of crazy stuff yeah. he's actually like, trying to just get them to realize that what they find is not going to be what yeah. they're expecting. And well, he even says he's it just, 23 murders potentially 24 probably, he said probably 24 yeah. probably and you can see like this scene is once again another scene of monologuing at the camera basically but you can you it cuts back to like Haley Joel Osment and the girlfriend's reactions the girlfriend is like let's find someone else go no no that's what Haley oh, says Haley, yeah, Haley Joel Osment is just like yeah, I can't. But he is very off put by this. But the girlfriend's just like, please go on. Yeah, continue. I'm listening. Uh, he tells the whole story, and God, between the flashbacks and whatnot, I get a little confused. But let's just stick on their story. So then they get in the car, and Gila points trying to discern, for some reason, I don't think they ever really followed this through, discern what Justin Long's driving. Oh, no, no, they're, 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 trying, trying, to, they're trying to figure out where he would have stopped. Like, they were trying, uh, they, they basically figured out like, he stopped at the gas station. He's, like, questioning Because them, he like, always gets one of those big-ass... Yeah. What's oh, his, he, what is his, like, habits when he drives? Because, like, before I go, I always need my cuppy. Which, by the way... My coffee, my cuppy, my coffee. Uh, yeah. With, uh, double shots. Two double shots, eight sugars, and a splash of cream. <laughs> which is the most disgusting-sounding coffee in the world. <laughs> that's basically just sugar. It's disgusting. Yeah, that's that's probably Johnny Depp's coffee order. That's like Andrew, Andrew's old coffee order. Yeah. No, Andrew's was a small coffee with eight sugars. Yeah. Ugh, it was like ugh. eight sugars, eight creams, and a small coffee. Jesus. Ugh, that's disgusting. That's how much you put in a large. That's how or much like you... That's, very large. That's double the amount you should yeah. put in a large. But yeah, so it turns out Justin Long just has a quirk where he likes big novelty convenience Yeah, the chug. Like, at first when I saw this, I thought they were trying to get to like them to admit that he was probably at a, like, a hooker a in there or something. Yeah, that's what I thought they were trying to get at. But nope. when, when I got to it, Oh, he's actually trying to just figure out his driving habits, where he might have stopped, who might have seen And then him. they go to the A to Z. And you see Colleen's. And they, I, I liked how they... So are they actually the Colleen's? The Colleen's, yeah. yep. They're, they're both named Colleen, yep. Oh, I'm not, so in this movie, they are the Colleen's. Yes, yes. Okay. It's the same characters, yep. Okay. They talk because about they're, cre- they're just credited as sales clerks. Yeah, they talk about it in Yoga Hosers. Okay. Yes. Well, I like how they took a scene from earlier in the movie, and they expanded it. Like They gave you the same like first minute and a half, yeah, and, and they you're like, are they really doing this? It's like an episode of One Piece where they show you the scene you saw five minutes earlier again as like a flashback. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, we just saw that. 
But it expands on it more oh, because Justin Long is even more of an asshole. <laughs> I'm going to write on you. He just starts writing on the back of this girl standing next to the girl. Oh my god! And then they bad. get the combs, and they're like, "Mr. Yeah. Mustache." And he does like, "Oh, no, we're American." The best, Degrassi. The best actual joke in the whole show, where he's where he's like, "You know, they did that when he takes the pencil on the old notepad, mm-hmm. scribbles out." Which the first time I saw it was on, um, is it Austin Powers? Does it? Maybe. I think it's Austin Powers. Does it where he takes the pencil, uh, does the side uh, lead mm-hmm. to to reveal the imprint, and he's like, "You know, they did that on the Big Lebowski." And like, <laughs> yeah, that's like, what I got it from. It's so good. It's the only joke that lands. Everything else is just like, well, this is quirky and weird. This is kind of off-putting. But that one just, ah, that was good. Well, no, it's not the only joke that landed. We all... We all decided that the, the, the Nazi party joke when she Oh, you're right, you're right. So, so the second joke. Spell it. Second joke. You're right, you're right, sorry. And it is spell actually it. after that part, so good point. I'm a stickler. Uh, and then, uh, so the next scene is, is the ending. I mean, it's, oh, it's yeah. like... 10, 10 to 15 minutes, and it's just all happens at once yes. where they're going to hunt him down and they figure out the address. They get the. <laughs> he he just point, hands some guns, guns up. Take some gun. like, I've never guns. used a gun before. Yeah. Just take what kind a of gun. American are yeah. you? <laughs> and they're like really shiny, nice guns, too. Yeah. Uh, and while that's happening, the creepiest part of the whole movie is going oh, on. Oh, Jesus. It ends. Actually, it ends with the creepiest part. It The climax is one of the weirdest things ever where you have yeah, right, Justin so. Long, freaking. And Michael Park is like gradually grooming him to be more of oh, a walrus. Become a, actually the whole lead we, we up. Were, is, we forgot one of the scenes with Michael Parks and the walrus. We're like swimming together. Yeah, and, like, yeah, and and he like flashbacks to like when he was rescued from the desert yeah. island, and he killed his friend Mister Tusk and ate him to survive. Right. This is, point, which right. is what fucked him up. You're right. That sets up yeah. the final fight. So he. He's explaining that he had to kill him. Yeah, and basically like, on the anniversary of every yeah. year when he you know killed his friend Mister Tusk. He abducts someone to be <laughs> Mr. Mr. Tusk to try to, for basically, to be Mr. Tusk in his stead to avenge himself. Yeah. Most of them have died, but this guy's refined his craft, or Justin Long's so, will to live. Is, uh, yeah. So Justin Long has survived the longest of anyone that he's abducted mm-hmm. like this. So he finally gets to the end game of his plan. No, no, no hold on. You, which gotta, is, you gotta tell his part, because this is right, a big layup. Okay. So in that scene you're talking about yep. where they're swimming together, yeah. he's explaining that he killed his best friend, and he says, you're, I've almost got you there. You've survived longer you, you're, you're, I've, I've got to, what does he say? Get you to lose your human instincts or something. And he drowns him. I mean, he doesn't, but oh, he yeah, shoves yeah. his head under as like the final, <sighs> like, lose your, the whole time he's doing this, he's trying to get Justin Long to lose his humanity. Basically yeah. become an animal. Yes. And the music, the moment. Yeah, he Better owns never it. Let it go. Yeah, exactly. And then it goes to what DJ was leading up to is like, okay, at this point in time, it's fight, you know. So you've got yeah. you've got Justin Long in the his silly thing, and then you have an equally ridiculous <laughs> walrus suit with Michael Parks' face just cut out of it, like his face isn't actually sewn in. It's like now we will fight but, to the death. Yeah, and they just I start. will give you the chance that Mister Tusk didn't have. And honestly, if it didn't show the projector showing walruses actually doing fighting, this, yes. it would be more ridiculous. Which, okay, so walruses do fight in the wild, like that, but it's, but. These walrus suits are so ridiculous and so <laughs> that all they can really they do is barely move. So they just flop against each other, <laughs> and it's like music, them bumping each other, a little and bit of exposition. Walrus sounds like Michael Parks will occasionally say something, uh, like some sort of like uh, "you can do it" or "yes, be the animal" or something. Mm-hmm. Shows the projection of walruses just bumping ugly, just doing their thing. Boy, the greatest part, which was this, was entirely anime. It was like. 
your instincts have kicked wait, wait, in. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, because that ahead. is the best part. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. Go, go on. Set they're it up. screaming, like you're saying. They're screaming, and uh, Haley Joel Osment. Yeah, they hear it, and they're, they're and they just take off. And yeah. Gila points just like, well, I guess well, we gotta do I'll this. And they walk up, and you hear it worse. They walk through the house. They see the foot on ice. Oh. They they see everything kind of up. Yeah. And they get back and they find the room and she just straight up freaking like uh Tomb Raiders it, shoots the door and walks in. And this is when what you're saying is how you do it. You yeah, do it. yeah. It it was so like I immediately thought to anime. Yeah, it was almost like an anime evolution. Yeah. It's like oh, yeah, your instincts have kicked in, but so have mine. Your survival like, instincts. Survival is like, like oh, so yeah, powers out of a walrus suit. <laughs> and he's just like is just like lumbering and, over and the, it's, move, it's the moment the suit like the first one he, it, like he didn't surgically change himself to be in it yeah, so, yeah. but it's like a flesh suit yeah like it's like it's a fully so yeah it's all what like I thought at that moment was this isn't even my final form <laughs> <laughs> and the skin rips and he stands up he's covered in blood so that suit must be somewhat fresh yeah. in some yeah. way yeah and uh, he's holding now I can't remember it properly. It looked like a it looked like a machete almost, but it might have been the walrus stick. It was either the, it's walrus, probably the walrus. It was stick. either the walrus stick or a crowbar. That's what I said. Yeah, it looked bladed. Let's just assume it was the dick bone because that's what I think it might have been. Like I think that's the most plausible yeah. for. Because yeah. this movie did it's a good job wanna, of oh, constantly calling first, back. It, it hold did hold look up. like my first look. It looked bladed though. Okay, but it, uh, uh, looking back, it was probably the dick bone. Yeah. Yeah. Hold up, I want to just zoom out real quick the and dick say. Bone was Kind of Everything we are describing right now is something that actually happens. In yeah, movie. this movie is the weirdest thing. <laughs> yeah, there is no hyperbole. This so is when the when word when, he, for word. when he stands up when he turns into you know ultimate cell and he's ready to go out. <laughs> then Justin Long at this Frieza. point, sorry, you want Frieza to use Frieza one hundred percent? Okay, dynamic. Okay, okay. final I, form. Whatever, I think so. That's fine. He. Uh, He's about to kill him, just like like Jake said. Every anniversary, he does this as like a fight thing, and he's gonna win. Justin Long's character loses his. This is the moment where it's not Justin Long anymore. He's, he's not crying. He's now a he's now a walrus. Tusks him in the foot, and then gets on top of him and and starts, just uh, start tusking uh, him. Uh, yeah, just starts like eviscerating him. Bones and like, to the chest, and the blood just like spurts uh, up onto the bone. And like the last thing my part is like it's basically like, congratulations, Mister Tusk. He yeah, finally yeah. did it because he felt. This whole movie was a, was a redemption story of For how, the of how like bad he wanted he to felt. eventually recreate Mr. Tusk and then have Mr. Tusk kill him. Yeah. Thus, the cycle would be complete. Because he. Because they, he felt really bad for killing Mr. Tusk, and he believes that because man, it was, because yeah, he, he believes the he man killed his, is like because he killed worst. his only friend an hour before. Even he was more than his friend, it was his it was his parent. It was his yeah. it, it was, was his, his guardian. life giver. And he, and he killed it, and that's he feels bad because he's the man that killed this life because giving humans beast. are savages. And, yeah, it's, humans it, are savage. It's a point that he can never let go. Like when he was pretending to be the retard. Yeah. Can I say that word? Or when he was an yeah. adult. When he was pretending to be the retard, like at the end, he's like, but I think man is the most savage beast. And his face drops. He's no yeah. longer laughing or smiling. He's just yeah. looking he at He just him. can't let that go. But my, my So only, I think he's happy that he's getting killed by a walrus man. My only reason. issue with everything up to this part in the movie is one flashback. The flashback of him eating the meat. Leave that off. That scene was corny. It didn't act well. It didn't play well. But it does serve oh. to show that he was. It, yeah. it, it so it, it proves his point of men being savages. This was his only savior, his only friend, the only thing that was ever nice to him. And in the end, him, a man, slaughtered and butchered that animal because he, he wanted to survive. Yeah. yeah. But it just looked so goofy. Like I mean, don't yeah, get me wrong. Was, the whole movie, the whole movie goofy, looks really bad. But that was one moment where I was like, oh, okay, their budget was low. <laughs> like they just picked a guy and was like, here. I mean, it kind of just looked like the same walrus suit, just with it, a chunk missing out. It very well could have. 
and then Haley Joel Osment and the girl walk in to see a dead man that they're not quite sure the story. I mean, they know it's the serial code, yeah. but they're just like, okay, guy's dead, bloody walrus, oh shit, it's Wallace. Yeah. Oh, and, and, he's, and he's just kind of like arfing at it. Yeah, him. he's just, ooh, ooh. And then Guy Lapointe comes in with his shotgun. Yeah, shiny I thought shotgun. it was a shotgun. Oh my god, it was chrome. It's all chrome. Yeah. I was like, chrome. how are her- I mean, like, I know there's a spray. You, you're going to get, like, some into him. But, like, that's, like, <laughs> at distance. Shotguns actually have a very long range. It depends well, it on also, If he has a yes. slug in it, that's, yeah. that's if a If he has birdshot, it's just going to give him a boo-boo. It's but, not like video games where shotguns are basically, like, daggers. I mean, remember. Daggers. You got to always remember. I mean, I've only shot a shotgun once. Well, Chaney mm-hmm. shot his best best friend in the face from like five feet. But that was with birdshot. Yeah, exactly. Bird that's shot. what I'm saying. If it's birdshot, so like birdshot, it usually won't kill you. It will hurt. Fuck hurt. you up. Yeah. But you if it was get... a slug, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. You lose your head. That's, that's a solid piece of iron that just comes. Boom. Hold yeah. No, no, no. Hold on. Not iron. It's um. The reason I was on education, they talked about people have iron in their blood. Kevin Smith is like, wait, iron? Like the metal? And then yeah, Andy's like, blood. yes, iron. It's a funny moment. But then they ask a question, and the next episode they answer how much iron is in your blood to make a bullet. And then the next episode they do an edgement correction because it's not actually iron in a bullet, it's lead. Oh. Yes. I feel so like there was some anime thing where they made iron from a, So a solid yeah, a chunk of lead that's in a slug. I mean, technically, if you look at Avatar Last Airbender, they could probably do it. Yep. They, get, wait, get, don't they do it? They never do metal bending with the iron. You know what's a better one than that? Blood. They X, do blood bending. X2, yeah. X-Men United. There's too much iron in your blood. And he pulls it oh, out Oh, that's of it. what I was thinking yes, of. Yes, there we go. So, but when you start thinking of Avatar Last Airbender, they do some scary stuff with their bending. The water really bending? Thinking blood bending? It. Blood bending is the scariest thing, <gasps> especially... If I was being blood bended slash iron bended, who wins? We have more water. The blood bender. Okay, yeah, the never blood mind. bender. Never mind. Yeah. But yeah, he, he like aims the thing, and then it's like... One year later. So I wish, my myself, I wish they had done the shotgun noise and credits. Yeah, yeah. Personally. Yeah. But Honestly, listen, the ending... Listen to the podcast well, and you'll appreciate well, it. Well, so the ending actually makes Justin Long more of a loser in the end. Yeah, oh yeah. He, he okay. like So if he if he just ended, he was full walrus, it's not that bad. But the teardrop falling so, from his tusk again means he is still a human. He is very well aware of his situation. So this is a good moment. They throw the fish out there and even Craig was like, is he still a fucking walrus? <laughs> and he, he's in this like dinky in-ground pool. They have, not, like, uh, they have him at like a little an exotic, sanctuary. Like, yeah, like an yeah. exotic animal sanctuary. And but then, it's, not like a, it's not like a nice zoo. No. It's like something that you would see like you're driving down the highway and it's like animal sanctuary next yeah. exit and, and it's just farm animals but then there's yeah. that one like lemur or something this was their lemur and he's by this dirty swimming pool and they throw a mackerel down which is nice and they're like hey you don't have to be scared of us don't come out to us and it does a sweet flashback to the girl explaining why crying is good mm-hmm. like we all should cry it gives us her exact line is it proves we have a soul yep and then it it's flashes. What separates us from animals. At, specifically say yeah, and, and and Justin Long's like grunting and eating a mackerel, and he looks up and she says something. Oh, she says, "I'll always love you." Yeah. And a single tear rolls down his face, uh, and he arf arfs his way back into the. Yeah, line. like the, the whole thing which she was saying, it goes to flashback to her, and she's like saying that her nana or some shit was saying yeah. like crying is what like separates yeah. us from animals. It proves oh. that we have a soul, and like when he cries, he signifies that. Even though he's like this hideous but walrus thing, it only he's does still the a one, person. It only does the two tears, the one down each eye. It doesn't mm-hmm. show him crying. It just shows him do a single like, oh, damn. So, yeah, he's a dirtbag, but he's is he him? Is he not him? I don't... Well, it kind of, to me, that means he is still a person at heart, yeah. and he is stuck in the shittiest situation. <laughs> oh, and I forgot, like, be. when Guy had the, the, the gun, he was like, 
Like, yes, yes, yes kill do me. It. Do it. Kill me. I'm like, do it. I understand. The Arnold Schwarzenegger him in Predator. Yeah, and I'm, I understand why Kevin went with this ending. But personally, listen to the podcast. I, I wish they, he would have died. In the podcast, they're like, it would be fucked up if we left him as a walrus. <laughs> oh, it would be so crazy. And then he made the movie. So listen to the podcast. This movie kind of has a, a a big human centipede feel to well, it. Well, so that's the yeah. that's where you draw the closest. That's the joke. That's the that's what I've heard that's, before. That's yeah. exactly what it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a joke. Kind of like Moose Jaws is a spoof on Jaws. That's one hundred percent what this is. But moose are scary. No, yeah, they're scary to people who live around them. But if you don't know what moose are actually capable of, you're like, oh, big they're deer. They're like fourteen hundred pounds. Yeah, they'll flip your car. They yeah, will they kill can you. Fuck you. Up. So so you're saying Mountie, it's not just something for the Mounties to have sex with. No, I mean, not that anymore. Whoa, not whoa. Anymore. Mounties don't Canada's have sex with moose. Moose have sex with mounties. Yeah, they mounty them. Oh. Uh, the one, a, a mother moose, a mama moose is more dangerous than a, mo- a mama bear. Yeah, I could believe that. They're insane. But that's not the point. So, this movie, so you guys have all said, you, you, you I legitimately love this movie. I think it's an actual, a oh, good yeah, movie. A really just a good bizarre movie. movie. But, Yoga Hosers is not a good movie, but both movies benefit from their respective buildup if you followed Kevin Smith's podcast. So I highly recommend listening to him talk about his love for these movies. Even if I'm sure you guys all love it, I'm gonna I want to hear it in just a second. But if you didn't like it, listen to his podcast because me and Patrick got into it on an earlier episode of From Yoga Hosers. I did not see that movie because it came out. Until after I had already heard the entire buildup. Andy McElfrish, the guy from Education, mm-hmm. was the sole CGI person on that movie. What? This, and you, it shows. But he was the <laughs> sole guy. They wrote it together. Kevin Smith wrote this based off an idea from Smodcast again. The love that they put into that is like, it just kept snowballing. It shouldn't have happened, but it kept snowballing. Made me love that movie that no one should love. That movie's terrible. But I love it for its own way. So that's how I feel about Tusk. How did it come off? Uh, I don't care whoever talks. So first. Tusk to me, like it was, it was a kind of horror movie I like to watch. Like the ones, like the kind of like comedy horror is probably my favorite genre of yeah. oh, anything, yeah. as you can tell from my favorite books. And Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, so like it's my favorite genre of horror movie. It is definitely not my favorite movie in that genre. No, 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 no. I mean, you can't beat Cabin in the Woods. It's... Cabin in the Woods is probably the best I'm, horror comedy ever. Yeah, made. there's yeah. a lot of other ones. I'm just saying that. And we're not doing that because everyone around here has seen that. One. Yeah, yes. yeah. I, we were that was actually going to be your pick, but anyways, but so continue. So I, I I enjoyed the movie. It was definitely like a lot of like, what the fuck? You guys all audibly what the fuck like six yeah. times. It did yeah. not slow down. Yeah. No, it didn't. Which makes me feel silly. Like I don't have enough experience in in the genre because like when I watched it, I was like, uh, not this time. The first time I watched it on this, I downloaded it and Franny was at work and I and mm-hmm. uh, I was laying in bed and I had the iMac next to the mattress and I just like. Uh, what? Like, I never spoke. I didn't know how to feel. Mm-hmm. And you guys were all just audibly, like, pointing out the re- absurdity, which you were fair in doing, but I was like, oh, I, I had a different experience. <laughs> uh, but it did make me feel a lot like I was watching Human... It was like a better Human Centipede yeah. to me. Yeah, that's fair. That's, that's now fair you are. It was like Human Centipede if the writer knew how to write something. <laughs> yeah, it's like, a lot more self-aware than Human Centipede. Yes. Like, yeah, the movie is consistently aware that it, it is... Yeah, what Human it Centipede about. thinks it's a legitimate horror movie. This almost feels like it's a horror movie parodying Human Centipede. Yeah. yeah. But, um, well, for me, I really liked it. Like, 
but not as a horror film. Like I've watched a lot of horror, and I'm really a big. You watch fan. horrors all the time. Yeah, That's one thing you. I know about Greg. horrors are his favorite. Also, thing. I yeah. looked up Black Diamond or Diamond Johnson or Sky. What was her name? It was Diamond Jackson. Diamond Jackson. Yeah. Diamond, Diamond Jackson. Jackson. I looked her up. Not my not my favorite, but I understand. I I have, I have yeah. many. <laughs> so, so the, the biggest There's a problem lot is, of porn stars. So what like. happens when you start saying the word I horror? Say that. It oh. sounds like horror. horror. Yeah. And then we always this happened. This happened in the last podcast. Every podcast about something horror related. We always get back to horrors, and well, we know Craig loves Diamond Jacks. Yeah. Hey, only some porn stars are horrors. Do you guys watch? Uh, some are not. Yeah, that's true. Do you watch uh, uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Of course yes. I do. Do you remember the th- time when uh, uh, Drew Carey was reading a card and he said, uh, "Someone give us an idea for a horror movie," <laughs> and the entire rest of the episode they just pick horror? Him. horror movie horror, and it's really funny. Anyways, <laughs> okay, okay, so, so for continue. beyond what porn stars I like, yeah. So my thought of the film. Like, I really liked it, but not as a horror film. Uh, like, because I'm a big fan of, like, the traditional suspense, scary horror. Favorite one, go. Uh, oh, shit. I said go. Sinister. Sinister okay. was really good. Yeah, I so liked... that's why I differentiate, differentiate a horror and a horror comedy. Yeah. yeah, but, like, as a comedy movie, it was great. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Really good writing. Really what-the-fuck moments. The actors were great. All the acting was... Yeah, everyone. For a like, low-budget film, he got obviously a lot of friends in yeah but it was it was really well acted and like i think johnny depp stole the show and <laughs> i hated johnny depp so <laughs> all right dj don't let what we've said detract what did you think okay so this is what i think i'm probably less positive on the movie than <laughs> you guys are that's okay but i didn't hate this movie either i actually i enjoyed watching it better I than bbs you shut your goddamn mouth. Don't even say it don't don't even answer that question and you, you can talk, answer it keep talking about this movie well this is PBS it's weird because I feel like there's a lot of things where this kind of fails as a movie. Like, as a coherent whole, the movie's kind of all over the place. It's kind of a mess. You can tell but it's just kind of Kevin Smith doing what he wants. He's doing what he wants, and I respect that a lot. And scene to scene, there's a lot of very good stuff in this movie. I was entertained all the way through. Yeah, I, I don't say, think there was every moment like, to like, so get up and walk as, away. So long as you aren't grossed out by the premise, which, fair if you are, but... If you aren't grossed out of the premise, I think you kind of need to see this just to... Believe it? Believe, so, yeah, just to know that all of the stuff we said is actually stuff yeah. that happens. So I don't think the premise is oh, something so wait, Hold on, sorry. Is this fan four stick all over again? You gotta no. see it to believe it? <laughs> kind believe of. Because you don't believe fan four. If you re-listen to our episode... It's hard to believe that that's how that movie No, no, went. no, no, no. Because you don't need to see Fan Force. Like, it's a terrible experience. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so, this movie this movie is an interesting experience. Yeah, so I wouldn't say the premise of this movie is... It's the execution of the premise that is hard to believe. Because, <laughs> yeah, you can you can have horror movies where people abduct and transform and, like, do... Like, uh, for example, um, uh, like the, the Rob Zombie movie, uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like these people uh, just torture in, like, the most gruesome way or hostile. Like, rich people pay to kill. Oh, like, I the, can't the do the gory The premise itself shit. is whatever, but then you yeah. lay into how so it happens. So you definitely have to see the movie to understand how the premise actually unfolds. Because it is, like, like I said, I went into it, I did not expect it to go the way that I thought it was no. going to be, like, basically some dude just, his legs tied together and he's kind of walrusy. Oh, exactly. you hadn't That's seen the suit like on the internet or anything? No, no. I've never seen the suit. Right? I was so surprised. I had by seen that. the suit beforehand. And, okay, that's different. You're right. Okay, good point. Good point. Checkmate. Sorry, sorry to cut you off, though, DJ. I hadn't seen the suit either. The suit reveal yeah. works, but like the suit reveal works. Like, it's it's funny because there are scenes of genuine suspense. Yep. There are scenes where 
they just come out with something that's so ridiculous that you just can't help but laugh. Like, when he's like, we'll answer together the age-old question. Yeah. <laughs> man or walrus? Man <laughs> or walrus. Is a man more like a walrus? <laughs> <laughs> no. Any, we know the answer. It's no. <laughs> any times, Mike, any time, sorry, Why? Michael Parks pointed out the fact that this was actually happening. You know, like, most horror movies just kind of let it, the scene tell it. Yeah. But no, he had Michael Parks <laughs> implicitly explain every time. You will be a walrus. You're wal- a walrus. <laughs> you're gonna be a walrus. You're gonna... You're gonna you're gonna live a walrus, or you're gonna die. And you're gonna like it. <laughs> they're not saying walrus, or not at all. Yeah, <laughs> which that was actually a really good line. I liked the way that one it was, was delivered. That line. one was a little intense, but I loved it's it. It's hard uh, to take anything seriously, and like the like, kudos to the actors how they like. I mean, kudos to anyone who says this with a straight face. I want to know how many takes it takes them to uh, act out these scenes without just laughing at the sheer. Like Justin Long just sitting there in that seat, like yeah, or like, that suit. Ooh. Like I don't know what to do here. Like, I think that maybe, and it is kind of the point of the movie, too, to be fair, but I think that maybe the biggest hang-up I have on it is it's it's hard to know how to feel about it scene to scene, Yeah, what you're supposed to be feeling. I uh, felt mostly disgust and anger towards the main character. Like, both disgust and anger, and it was all directed at the so main like, character. So, like, so disgust at the actual character, so not disgust at the the walrus at The whole nine yards. So, so I know he, Craig was actually disgusted at the walrus yeah, suit. Oh, yeah, no, like, it is so, so nasty. As a person, Especially when I saw the human face uh, in it. In I was like, side. is that someone's face? <laughs> and then there's a random ear just, I'm like, it's oh, It kind of looks like if Dr. Robotnik <laughs> I don't like decided it. to oh. stop building robots <laughs> and really got into some like weird bioengineering <laughs> Arts and crafts. Do it yourself. Oh so my God, Dr. Dr. Robotnik and Shao Tucker got together. Yes, and he's like, I know it will defeat that hedgehog. <gasps> you know what? This the... is my walrus bot. <laughs> While we but he's not a walrus bot. It's just a long in a walrus suit. Sorry, I mean, the hard hard. I'll give myself a promotion. What on the horror comedy thing though? I just thought of it. Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. I haven't seen is that. One... Is that the one with? Um, Wait, you guys haven't seen that? Is that the one with? Um, I know it's on Netflix. What's his name? Alan Tudyk. Yeah. Oh, and, from uh, and it's got uh, yeah, yeah. Never, I was gonna, I was gonna do the leaf thing, but I couldn't remember the exact name. Donald Faison in it too. Donald Faison, Dale and Turk versus Evil. I don't. Think, no, that's don't a different know. movie. Have, he has a similar movie out, I think. That I love Turk. I love Turk and JD. And JD. I'm, I'm sorry to take it off topic, but yeah, that's a horror comedy that I think if you haven't seen, you definitely have to. The most noticeable person is Alan Tudyk. No, this isn't the one with uh, Donald no, Faison. I, I want to figure out what that movie was. Although now. Donald Faison is in Adventure Time as Princess Cookie, <laughs> and it's wonderful. That's true. I yeah. That. Um, all right. Anyways, oh, is he though like the gender swap Princess Cookie? Yeah. Yeah. He's got the chocolate chips <laughs> pulling off the heist for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So I, I think we're good to wrap it up. Just final. I told you it's my third favorite. Where, where does this rank on Kevin Smith movies? Oh, jeez, that's that's difficult. it is. So go last. Let one of these yeah. know um, first. And so it's it's tough for me to like just picture all the ones offhand, but I I'm, I'm not going to put these in any order. Just say what you think but is better. The ones than that I think are better than Mallrats. Oh, I disagree, but okay. Um, Dogma, both clerks. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Zach and Mary. Zach and Mary, I think is better. What? Chasing Amy. I have told you I've never finished Ugh, facing it. Jersey Amy. Girl is not. I've, I haven't I actually not Jersey. seen Jersey Girl. And you haven't seen Cop Out. Nope. And you haven't seen Red State. So, you, so it's actually so the bottom. It, it's, it's the worst Kevin Smith movie I've seen. Oh, my goodness. Now, okay. the, 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 I love Kevin no, Smith. No, no. So. You, you like all the movies above it. Yes. So I'm not going to. It's not an insult. It's just like. I, I, it just surprised me. What about you, DJ? 
I think I'm actually kind of in a similar boat as Jake. I've seen very much the same Kevin Smith movies uh, we've seen. And I think that I would agree with his ranking. Oh, right. Jane's Hot Bob Strike Back, I also like better. Okay, well, um, that, that, I actually think I might like this better than Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. I agree with DJ. I mean, Jay and Silent Bob, to put it above, I, I get it, but that one that one was the first it's, movie it's, where he went full Kevin Smith. But yeah, and with it's got a, Mark Hamill in it. It's got... That, as a cock knocker. The cock knocker. That whole movie is built off of, like, stoner dick jokes. This one was, like, an actual movie. I don't know. I disagree. That's Craig. why I put this above Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah, Craig's turn. Dogma. Yes. Both Clerks. Yes. Mallrats. Oh. Um, still disagree. Jane, Silent Bob. What? Then, ooh, Chasing Amy's good, but didn't really leave that much of an impression in me. Pat loves Chasing Amy. He's the reason I watched it, and I enjoyed it. That's, yeah, what, I've yeah, it from a lot, that's what I've heard from a lot of people is, like, Chasing Amy was a good movie, but it's never a movie people talk about. Yeah, you yeah. should watch it, but... So yeah, it's, yeah, it's like a movie that it. you can say you watched, but no one's ever, like... Hey, did you check out Chasing like, Amy? Yeah, no one's ever, like, quoting Chasing Amy. Yeah, no, that's fair. You know, like... I quote Clerks often. My character in Torchlight is a berserker named Love Like Trucks. It's true, it's true. But yeah, I, I probably put Tusk below James Silent Bob, and then everything else after that. Okay, but it, it's tough. It's tough. It's it's not like there's a big gap between. No, it's, these it's, I mean, there's there's a big gap between some of them. Yes, but yeah, Jersey Girl's terrible. Yeah, well, I, I, I haven't seen it. And I'm Jersey not, Girl uh, isn't bad, but it's mm. it's yeah, it's the bottom mm. Kevin Smith movie. Wait till you see Yoga Hosers. <laughs> I really want you guys to see it now. That's a future movie, but... All right. I mean, yeah. No, let's wrap it up. That's at what? Yep. Hour and a half? Yeah, it's perfect. And I gotta edit it and put it up in the future. We're gonna cook. Cook! So next... Well, not next week's, but the next movie review episode you see up will be Evil Dead. And then so on and so forth. So this has been Men of the Machine. I'm Kevin. I'm DJ. I'm Craig. I'm Jake. And thanks for listening. <laughs>